0: So what's the big problem with wealth creation? How do people like us who didn't inherit a boatload of money, who are investing and building wealth from our own blood, sweat and tears, how do we invest in a way that gives us remarkable results and become financially free before retirement age? I don't know about you, but I am sick of hearing from wealth gurus and experts who don't walk their own talk and prescribe strategies that are a one size fits all approach. For self-made people like you and me, I'm here to tell you that you don't need to be superhuman or already wealthy to reach financial freedom earlier than 65. This is the Alternative Investing Podcast. Guys, so in today's podcast, I want to share with you three conversations that I've had over the last 25 years that I believe have radically changed the financial future that I created. The reason I'm sharing these stories with you, by the way, is that I think often we have these kind of sliding door moments in our life and we don't often recognize and extract the value or the lesson. So I want to share mine with you in the hope that it may serve you in some way. So the first conversation I want to bring you to is one that happened in 2008. And in 2008, I was starting to get really interested in doing developments. I found an opportunity to buy a six unit townhouse development, a block of dirt in a regional area very close to where I live. And the process that I went through to talk to the vendor and do my due diligence and all that kind of stuff, what it unearthed was a guy that we met that we were introduced to who said, well, hey, look, maybe I can fund this for you as the bank. And so that kind of led down a whole bunch of pathways where I got to know this guy. He got to know me, got to know my family. And my husband, John, and I got together and we said, look, there's real value in growing a relationship with this guy. He seemed to have his fingers in all these other businesses and pies. And he really talked a very big game. We later discovered that he was a complete scammer. And as a result of being involved in this particular transaction with him, we lost our house. Basically, we refinanced after having just paid it off. We used that capital. To go into a deal with this fellow, and he basically took the money and ran. We had done all the right due diligence, we had all the right legals in place, but at the time, we just didn't have the wherewithal to go chasing the money. We didn't have the funds to pay for all the legals, and so it, you know, we had to basically boil it down as being a very painful lesson. Now, there was a conversation that John and I had immediately after this happened when we realized that we had lost the money. I was in a terrible headspace. I really felt genuinely that I was the one who had initiated that particular 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 transaction that John had been more in the background. And the thing that he said to me, which I'll never forget, he said, we're in this together. We made that decision together. The reason that I'm sharing this with you and the lesson that I took from that, I've witnessed this in so many other people's relationships as well, is that when you are on the same page as your partner, you can row twice as fast. It took me a long time to digest the loss that we'd incurred and the way that it had happened and the the kind of the scam nature of it. But because my husband was by my side, supporting me, telling me it's okay, we'll recover. And you know, I knew that he really knuckled down and had to work harder than he'd ever worked before to try and get us back on an even keel. I mean, it was really tough. But the fact that we stayed on the same page, that we supported each other, there was no finger pointing, I would say is hands down why we've then gone on to achieve significantly more than we ever dreamt that we could. I guess the lesson I'm sharing with you is that whether you are in a relationship with someone who's not interested in money or very interested in money or who has different money habits to you, the thing that you really wanna strive for is how do you get on the same page? How do you find some middle ground so that you can effectively row in the same direction? Because if you don't have a partner or you're not in a relationship where there's some shared money values, then you can find yourself you know, cutting yourself a bit short. That's the first one. The second one is, a conversation that I had with a finance broker. Now, this happened in 2009, so a year or so later. I was deeply frustrated. The banks were saying, look, we can't lend you any more money. We were in the midst of the GFC. The banking situation was very, very tight. And we were kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place in terms of I was doing the forecasts on where I thought we would be if we kind of kept going in the same direction. And it felt like we were at least 25 to 30 years off having either any kind of financial independence or meaningful financial independence. And so I met this broker and he made some throwaway comment about, oh, you know, I think I've heard about these investments in the US that actually generate really strong cash flow. And from that one thread of that conversation went down dozens of rabbit holes, started looking at a lot of international real estate, started looking at the US market, the European markets, really took a very methodical approach to how does the legal system? work? What is the tax situation? How would you structure? What do the deals look like? How do you find them? How do you tell a good deal from a bad deal? And with a very small amount of capital managed to get my foot in the door on some deals and start to grow my education. Now, I certainly had a lot of cuts and bruises along the way, but what I got known for at that time was being very systematic in terms of how you approached what at that time was a a fairly new space. And so the big lesson for me from that particular Conversation is you have to keep an open mind. You have to have your antennae on. And, you know, when you hear something that kind of tweaks your interest, it's really important that you give it the time and energy to pursue. Now, I say that because, you know, you could end up pursuing all sorts of harebrained ideas. But the lesson that has served me, which I think is probably the more important one here, is the ability to say what else. So the banks won't lend me any more money. So what? What else? So the market's really tight right now. So what? So what you know, what else can I do? So interest rates are really high. So what? What else can I do? So cash flow sucks. Okay, that's terrible, but what else can I do? So that capacity to ask yourself what else has served me. And I can't even tell you how many times I just, it's almost subconscious, but I remember thinking about, well, where did that come from? And I think it came from this ability to recognize that one thread, if you pull on it, can lead you in all sorts of directions. And so I think about my career as an investor. And I think what a lot of investors have a tendency to do is come up against some barrier, like the market is crap. The economy is crap. There's too much uncertainty. I won't lend you any more money. I don't have the capital all these things. And they don't ask the question, what else? And so they stay stuck. So instead of being able to ratchet your way up to that next level of wealth, you stay where you are and you wait for the market to organically carry you. This is a little bit about creating your own opportunities, if you like. It's about learning, educating and always constantly wanting to level up. So that brings me to my third conversation that I feel from a wealth perspective completely changed my life. So I was part of a business community and there were lots of really interesting people, people from all walks of life, people who were in the dentist space, people who were in marketing, people who were in all different areas of industry, all business owners, people would come together and have these really great conversations about what mattered and where to put effort and how to kind of really succeed as a left of wing type thinker. I remember one night someone had whispered into the ear of one of the guys who had come from the US to Australia for this particular event and said, oh, you should probably talk to Selena. She's right into real estate as well this fellow came over and he spoke to me and he was such a, I, I kind of knew him through, you know, the fact that we'd probably shared as part of the, you know, the, the seminars and and conferences that we were we were part of. And anyway, he came over and he started chatting to me and it turns out that he ran a real estate community in America. And he said to me, tell me about the Australian real estate market. And he was really wanting to explore whether the Australian real estate market might be something that his members might be interested in investing in. And, you know, the conversation evolved and I sort of at that time had a lot of one-on-one clients and I often felt like I was having the same conversations over and over and I also felt that sometimes the lessons and experiences that one person was going through could actually have been very beneficial to somebody else and I hadn't quite worked out how to join the dots and bring it all together and he said to me Selena why don't you come over to the US come as a guest to one of my mastermind events and just see how I do things and this this guy very generously opened his heart and his doors and brought me into his community, showed me how he ran it, gave me lots of ideas for how I could create my own community. And it completely lit a fire in me. It was the most extraordinary aha moment. And this was, uh, I'm just trying to think now, probably seven years ago now that that happened. And I came back to Australia and I reached out to a handful of my clients and I said, look, I'm starting this community. I know you don't quite understand what it's going to be about, but it's going to be epic. Are you in? And and uh, lucky for me, those people thought enough of me to say, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll join. And that became the the seed of the Freedom Warrior community that I've built. You know, the lesson for me around that, that sometimes if you kind of go the extra mile, because it, it was a hassle, like I was busy. I had a lot on my plate. I, I was doing a lot of development sites and investments and things on the go. But I made the conscious decision to invest the time, money, effort to go over and see my friend David and explore new possibilities and ideas, I realized that sometimes those sorts of investments can create transformational moments. I've always been a huge advocate for investing in yourself, investing in coaches, anything that delivers growth. Um, If I think about maybe since I was 21, there's always been something going on every year or even all the time around doing courses or investing in education that I knew would help me level up, whether it's investing in the mind or the body or finances whatever it is and so the conversation that you know this third conversation in terms of its impact on not only my wealth but the way I saw wealth the way I saw how I could create a community that not only served other people but served me as well so those three conversations the one with my husband the one with the finance broker and the one with a fellow David who has become a mentor of mine if I were to suggest why has my wealth had expectations growth over the last decade or so, I would say it's really down to those three conversations. So the message I'm giving to you is not only see if you can take the lessons that I've gleaned or unearthed and see if you can apply them in your own world, but think about the things that you are talking about in your world that could have a pivotal effect. And think about how many times you have conversations where you don't give them another thought or you think, oh, that would be nice, but I just can't be bothered. Or I don't feel like investing in those things and see whether you can transform the sorts of steps that you take that are outside the norm to give you an exponential result in the future so guys hope that's useful chat to you soon you've been listening to the alternative investing podcast if you're feeling frustrated that despite doing everything right in the property investing playbook and you're no closer to financial freedom then head on over to inkosiwealth.com to learn more about how you can use alternative investments to catapult your investing income and blend strategies to shave decades off your timeline to financial freedom. See you on the next episode.